0: Uh, Connected to uh, recording in progress. So as I was just explaining to our special guest uh, co-host tonight, I kind of goofed up. Uh, I told Bruce, uh, yeah, absolutely. I can meet you there. Uh, We'll we'll do the pod, the Saturday pod at the same time, uh, same place. And then we had this uh, terrible winter storm that kind of sat over us. And then it even got even worse overnight. I had to work all day. We, we had plans for as soon as he closed the shop. And then he texted me and said, crap, I completely forgot. I'm going to dinner with my whole family. Haven't seen the girls all week because he's been working like a dog. And he said, you've got to get uh, a, a great replacement. And I said, well, I can find A. <laughs> 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 so Brett Brett is with me, Packer fan, Green Bay. Brett, how you doing, buddy?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great. I mean, you've been watching football this weekend. You watched the uh,
1: Minnesota Vikings. I I watched that. uh, I I watched about half of it. I had to head to L.A. uh, about an hour drive down to pick up a Christmas present for a buddy of mine. I get back just as they're coming out of halftime. I turn on the TV, 33 to nothing. And I'm like, holy crap. I missed the best first half against the Vikings that I ever could have seen. And then it just – maybe I'm the curse because it just went downhill from there.
0: You know, as <coughs> I'm choking away on some really good week, the uh, uh, the curse – Matt Ryan's curse. I mean, ever since that Super Bowl, 28-3, to yeah. three, it's like his career is just – it's got no brakes, It's going down the hill. Wheels are falling off the wagon. How do you blow – A 33, I mean, we're talking, we're talking, that's like (laughs) Green Bay Packers, Dom Capers type stuff.
1: You know what I mean? 33 points is what, about eight and a half left in the third quarter when the Vikings scored that first touchdown, I think. And it just, just an epic collapse from there. And every time they showed Jeff Saturday, you know, I, I know there's been a lot of criticism. How could you hire a guy with no experience, And I think today it showed every time they showed him deer in the headlights. I mean, even later in the game when they were trying to ask him if he was going to accept a holding call, he sat there for it seemed like forever to decide whether to accept it or not, or, or decline it. He just looked like a deer in headlights the the whole second half and things were just discombobulated players losing their composure. Nobody was within the same time zone as Justin Jefferson. Uh, It's just same it just drove me nuts. I swear, it was like watching Joe Berry's defense. Not a single blitz. I cannot remember seeing a single blitz called that entire second half. It was the same they played format. Pre-vent. I... Yep. They... And prevent
0: only prevents you from winning. The, yep. o- the only time you play prevent is when it's 31 10. There's 15 seconds left in the game.
1: Yeah. That, that's yeah, they when were... you do it. They were definitely banking on the fact that, that they could beat the clock. Yeah. That they were going to, they were going to run out of time.
0: And unfortunately, uh, Matt Ryan, once again, how do you not score a single point in the second half after Terry? You know what I mean?
1: Well, they had that. They did have the field goal. They got to 36. Oh, yes. Their, yes. their first drive, they, they did get that, did uh, get that three points, but yeah, just not even a whiff for there. And really, I think, uh, you know, came within, what, six inches on that quarterback sneak? Man, it was a terrible quarterback sneak. Oh. I mean, he took the ball and basically almost turned completely around backwards. All he's got to do is go to the right side of his center, extend the ball a little bit, and he's got it. But, but yeah, like you said, it, it, he just can't buy a break. I, I think Carla D and I were, were uh, tweeting back and forth during that game, and, and uh, same with Amy. And we think it's time for, uh, for Matty Ice to get in the broadcast booth, I think.
0: Yeah, he definitely, I mean, gosh, ever since that 28 to three complete debacle in the Super Bowl, and I mean, you know, you you chalk it up to, hey, that's Tom Brady, that's the Patriots, this is what happens, you let your guard down just a little bit, and he will sneak right back in there, and you kind of chalk that up to a, well, don't do that again, right? And it kind of haunts you, this 33 now, it's like, well, hold my beer. Right. It's 33. He's like, you think I fucked it up before, up by 25. Watch this. Watch this. Right. uh, I
1: I gotta get one for the record books.
0: Right? Like (laughs) at at this, this is uh, the the a lot of teams they do this and and I don't I just don't get it. Why didn't they just keep running the ball? pitching it to the outside, going for three, four yards at a time. Let's take, yep. let's take 38 seconds of play. Let's, you know, we'll run the first two plays will be runs and then we'll, we'll throw for whatever we have to just for the first down. Right. Instead yeah. it, 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 it's like, let's try and get a spark. It almost looked like Lafleur's offense when he comes out of the second half. It's that hero ball, hero ball. Wow. Now we got to run it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah,
1: and every time, uh, you know, they may get a, a, a decent run, like you said, the, the runs off tackle, especially to the left. You know, yeah. they, they seem to still be good for four and five yards. And okay, let's run one up the middle, no game, leaving them third and six every time. And he's throwing behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Vikings are just rallying and making the tackle. I mean, Pittman, if Pittman runs his routes two yards deeper every time, maybe they don't lose that game. But he's right. Breaking it off two yards short, getting tackled, and, and that's it. It's, it, was, it was painful to watch. <laughs> I mean, it I was know, like I... watching somebody bleed out on an operating table.
0: <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> Oh, you won't nick yourself with Manscaped. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh. Terrible. And then, of uh, of course, Bills fans, the Bills Mafia, of course, Classy is ever throwing uh, snowballs at uh, Tua and, uh, and uh, the boys out there, Hill out there, Tyreek Hill. I, that's Buffalo for you. I mean, you're always going to have a hard time in yeah. Buffalo. And when you're in the division, when you are yep. in the division, you are hated, hated in Buffalo, especially, I mean, Miami started off super hot. And I don't know what's happened to Miami as of late. It's almost like the Chargers broke them or the 49ers broke them. Somebody broke them. And now every other team is like, watch this. We're going to do that exact same thing. It was, it it reminds me of the year that we, we won the Super Bowl and we had to play Philadelphia uh, uh, in the playoffs. And uh, we play Philadelphia and nobody had beaten Philadelphia all year. And then I can't remember if it was the Cowboys or maybe it was the Bears, Beat Philadelphia, and the rest of the league was like, "Oh, that's how you keep Michael Vick. This is what you do." Yeah. And that was it. Pe- teams were teeing off. If you remember that game of the playoffs, I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think uh, uh, Matthews had two or even three sacks that game. I mean, we yep. were all
1: over them. They couldn't do yeah. anything. You know, teams that teams that uh, that do well. You know, even if you're doing well, you still got to change it up. I mean, these are all professionals out there. You've got good coaching staff, so we'll find a way. They'll find something to, to pick at. And all of a sudden, that success isn't there anymore. But the Bills early on, I mean, they were having a great run for a while. Now, all of a sudden, people are realizing, you know, maybe we can run the ball on them a little bit. I mean, on a cold field out there, Mostert was just going off in the first quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Teams so, yeah. to shy
0: away from that. You know, it, I, I've noticed that a lot, and it happens against the Packers when our offense is going and, uh, you know, let's say they run the ball down our throat and they score a touchdown. If Aaron goes out there and a couple, two, three plays, all of a sudden we're down in their zone and then bam, he throws in a touchdown. It's almost like the other team goes, okay, boys throw away the running. It's not going to work today. It's like, did you just, you were just killing us with the run. I mean, we we watched that. Yeah. We, we watched early panic. We've watched that many times where, a team is sound, they are beating us. They are beating us and they are running that rock six, seven t- yards every time. But then Aaron's able to come right back and score a touchdown and they go, Okay, that's it. No more of this running the rock business. Right.
1: Yeah, I I, I just don't get it. You know, if I was if I had a defense that's out there, you know, every play, hands on their hips, and and my offensive lineman who You know, you ask any offensive lineman, they're going to say they'd love to run block over pass blocks because they finally get to deliver a blow. They want to just keep running and running and running. And, and, you know, you let somebody, it's like a boxer letting somebody off the ropes. You know, you got them on the ropes. Keep them there until they stop it. I'm a proponent of you just keep hammering at them until they show that they're going to stop it. Then change it up. But But, yeah, that premature panic. And and I don't know. Uh, in the case of Aaron and the Packers, you know, you you've you've seen how powerful the team can be, and and how good he can be, and and I, I don't know if it's a lot of coaches think, you know, I, I don't want to see this happen to me. I don't want to be the the highlight on Sports Center. We got to quickly do something different instead of saying, "Okay, boys, that's just one. Let's stick to our game plan." You know, let's keep going. And some coaches don't do that, and I think that's. Shanahan I think is one that doesn't do that he doesn't seem to panic and I think that's why he's had success and the 49ers has have had success against us uh, the last couple years because he knows Lafleur. he doesn't let his team panic and he says you know what we're just going to stick with it we're going to stick with what we game planned we're going to stick with what we've practiced all week and we're not going to get too flustered about it but uh, but definitely a, a lot of other coaches I see see do that that premature panic.
0: You know, and that, that I I think even Lafleur is a little guilty of that. You know, we see Aaron Jones and Dylan, they'll start the game and they'll start the game with low averages on their runs and we quickly get away from it. And it's like, hang on, hang on. I I think I've said it on this podcast only about three or 4,000 times, but Derek Henry isn't running for an average of seven yards per carry in the first quarter. No, the the team is geared up. They're ready to go. They know, watch the run, watch the run, watch the run. It's the third and fourth quarter that his average goes from three yards per carry to six, five, six, seven, eight yards per carry, because the guys aren't making the tackles. And that's the way Dylan is. Dylan gets four carries and everybody says, throw the bomb out of here. He's got two yards per guy. He's he's terrible rock. He's terrible. Yeah. And then then they give him 12 and 13 and they go, well, that's a lot better. He averaged 7.8 his first four runs he got 10 yards total it was run six that he ran for seven or seven eight yards then it was run nine where he was running for 14 yards right the guys were getting out of his way
1: yeah yeah and they definitely uh they've, they've got to stick with that one too I mean you you line up and you run that toss sweep especially to the right you run that toss sweep to Jones to the right and make those linebackers and Defensive lineman have to run out there and get in for five yards. Then you hand it to Dylan and pound them up the middle when they're still trying to catch their breath a little bit. And then you know one two one two make them run, then make them tackle, make them run, then make them tackle. And and yeah, a three yard average turns into a five yard average turns into a seven yard average. See, and I yeah, don't think, think I would. Uh,
0: I don't think I would take Dylan off the field. I think Dylan would be my full time. Now I'm not saying I'm going to do nothing but run Dylan. What I'm saying is, is that when I brought Jones in, I would use Dylan as a fullback. Yeah. Because Jones needs a fullback, but you know who else needs a fullback? Dylan needs a fullback. King Henry's out there running with a lead blocker. When we're standing in shotgun, it is, uh, it's mind-boggling to see there's poor AJ Dylan. I mean, this is what happens. This is what you're watching, folks. You, You think about the Packers are lined up in shotgun and Rogers is about to hand it off to Dylan. This is what happens. They snap the ball. The defensive line is already up on the old line. Okay. As soon as the ball is snapped, that's happening. The linebackers are now standing in place or the ones that are blitzing have hit the line and they're, they're starting to push and push the pocket. Dylan doesn't have the ball in his hands yet. And the wall is set. And they hand the ball to him and they're like, go He's flat-footed. The other guys are running and pushing at full speed, and then we go, how come he can't break one off? Are you kidding? When we get into I formation and Dylan is running to come get the ball, that half step that the linebackers gained, they lost that when he's running towards the ball. He hits the line at full speed. He's not waiting for the line to break. He hits the line at full speed, and these defensive linemen who are being engaged are trying to tackle him with one arm, and he can't do that. With with the uh, tractor squatosaurus, you can't yeah. right the guy. Yeah,
1: the I, guy's too big. I definitely, I, I agree. I, I definitely would like to see Rogers get back under center some, and, and have the personnel in the game. Have him start shotgun, move back up under center, and motion Degora back into a fullback spot in front of in front of Why Dylan, not? and, Why and not? run uh, run from there. Let let the girl be his fullback.
0: I, I would run yeah. Dylan between the twenties. And I would run Jones in that red zone because if you use Dylan and I know this kind of takes away, Oh, well, Dylan wouldn't have any touchdowns. Oh, he'd get a few touchdowns, but no Jones would get the majority of the touchdowns with doing less work. But if you pound that rock with Dylan from the 25 yard line to their 20 on 12 plays, they are gassed. And then you put in Jones and toss sweep to the right, gone, gone in one play. They'll never catch him. You know, and that I was kind of hoping to see that, you know, uh, um, I saw today uh, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but he had said that if the Packers didn't uh, draft uh, Devontae Wyatt and they picked up, do you see that one? It picked up. I saw that one. We'd have those three wide receivers, you know, and and I think I responded in kind by saying, you know, if you had balls, you'd be my uncle. This is (laughs) right. Like,
1: come on, man. Yeah. You know, you can't start going back and, and, I mean, you start going back and looking at draft picks. Uh, we, you know, we could have had Bosa. We could have had Nick Bosa if we would have drafted him. Different- could have had Tom Brady. You know, yeah, you just, you never know. You never know. So you, you can't go back looking at that. And why it's going to be just fine. You know, he's going to get his legs under him. He's going to be just fine.
0: 31 other teams didn't pick Tom Brady, and they had six rounds to pick him.
1: Yeah. Right? Exactly. Come
0: on. Come on. Don't yeah. woulda, coulda, shoulda this. Don't, no. Right? Don't do that. Don't Listen. This is why the draft is so hard. This is why yeah. it's so exciting, because you don't know. I mean, there's the Bears going Patrick Mahomes or Justin Fields. I mean, the Bears do Bear things, right? But look at yeah. Patrick Mahomes turning out to be this huge superstar. I mean, Kansas City, hell yeah, right? They'll, they'll take mm-hmm. that. But how many other guys, and I think back to Tim Couch, right? How many other mm-hmm. guys came out of college and we, oh, this guy's for sure yeah. a superstar. Look at Pickens. Everybody's going, oh, Pickens, why didn't we take Pickens? You know, he's tearing it up. He catches one freaking catch in fucking Pittsburgh. And all of a sudden, everybody's green <laughs> yeah. days like, get good out of here. Watson has it. Yeah. Now Watson's got, what, nine touchdowns. And they're like, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. he's all right. Come on.
1: And and, and Pickens is starting to uh, – he's starting to get loud. Yeah. You know, he's starting to, to talk a little bit. You know, That's- why aren't I getting this? Why aren't I getting that? And, well, first of all, your team's not all that good. Yeah. So, you know, catch your quarterback a break trying to get you the ball. But, uh, yeah. There's no you, number you just, two. You can't do that. No.
0: There's no. no number two. Juju's gone. There's no number two. Yeah. So, all you've got is a number one with no number twos and no number threes. Yeah. And the defense just takes that number one and goes, okay, what do you do now?
1: Yeah, there's not very many teams that, uh, that can survive with a, a single guy out there. I mean, even – Today, you look at the Vikings and you think, okay, in the past, it was going to be Jefferson and Thielen. But today, I don't think Thielen caught his first pass till, what, halfway through the fourth quarter? I saw a
0: a stat the other day. Thielen's had just as many touchdowns as Stephon Diggs in the last uh, four years. So, I mean, he's catching balls. Yeah. It's just I think Kirk Cousins is getting away from him. Because Justin Jefferson is just a little bit quicker Corvette. He's yeah. just a little bit right. Whereas Thielen is becoming, you know, and it's and it's as we've seen this. We watched Jordy yeah. Nelson go from the beginning of his career to the highlighted guy, right? Yeah. And then as we were getting later in his career, it was like, well, hang on, right? You it's know, a little, little more selective. Yeah, yeah, like Jordy's still the favorite. He's still our favorite. We still go to him,
1: yeah. right? And you know. But, uh, Jefferson's in the, in, I, I mean, he's just in the, in the zone right now. Yeah. He's the type of player like Tay was last year where if he's covered, he's still open, you know, yeah. you're still going to hedge your bets and throw in the ball. And I love that earlier in the year it was a couple of weeks ago when he came out in, uh, in Vegas and said the same thing. He said, look, if you're going to go away from me just because they show a double coverage, I might not, might as well not even be on the field. Yeah. Because they're always going to cover me like that. And finally, they started throwing him the ball, giving him a chance against double coverage. Well, same thing against Jefferson today. Didn't matter whether they high-load him inside. It, it didn't matter. He was going to find the ball regardless. Good took a few did. shots. Took a few shots for his troubles today. He got yeah. popped a few times today. Good, pl- good
0: players always do. What, uh, what are your thoughts this uh, Monday night? Rams coming to Green Bay. Apparently, there's going to be like a foot of snow.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where, you know, I hate to say it because we've seen it so many times this year, especially early on, you know, against the Giants in London, uh, the game against the Jets. We look at it and everything is going our way. Bad weather, snow, the running game for the Rams isn't very good, which is more of our Achilles heel. Uh, they don't have their quarterback. Their best defensive tackle in the league is not going to be playing. You know, everything is lining up for us. We just got to go out there and take it. You know, yeah. the guy's got to say, look, we got to go out there and play. And we got to take it. it, it but uh, it hinges on Barry. You know, is he going to grow some balls and have those guys get up there and challenge those wide receivers and make the Rams beat them? Or is it going to be one of those, you know, we're, we're going to let you hang around. We're going to keep you in the game because we're going to give you so much easy stuff. And extend well, drives and wear out the defense. When are we going to see the blitzes? Uh, we've got know, some.
0: We've got some of the fastest players in the NFL lined up out there, and we're just not using them. I mean, I, I, I at the beginning of the year, I was like, I would send Quay Walker ninety-five percent of the time. Yep. I, yep. I think he would be my constant pressure. You've got your because Barry only uses two D linemen and then the two little stand up linebackers, right? I know everybody goes, Well, those are technically defensive. No, no, they're not linemen. Yeah. They are not linemen. When they are under 300 pounds, these are not linemen. I know you're going to say, Well, Kenny Clark is 260. Nah, we'll have, Kenny Clark's not a nose either. He's got to be moved away from that constant double team in the middle. We got to get somebody else to get up there. BJ Raj was only good because Pickett. And uh, Jenkins was out there. As soon as Pickett and Jenkins were gone, B.J. Raj was in the double team all day long, and he just was not that productive.
1: Yeah. And I would even even sometimes, uh, you know, Quay is a good cover linebacker. He's got the speed to get deep. He can drop deep. I'd blitz him a few times, and then sometimes I'd sneak forward up there, and I'd have Quay drop back at the snap, and I'd blitz forward from a safety position. I would, be in, you
0: know? I would be bringing I would be in the slot corners, I would be bringing oh, in yeah. the outside corners, I'd be mixing a, a safety stunts, right? Like I'm not yeah. seeing any I'm not seeing any linebacker stunts. We've got DeVondre Campbell and Quay out there. We didn't stunt one time with these guys. Make one guy shoot the A and one guy shoot the C gap? Are you kidding me? We're yeah. not going to do that at all.
1: You know, as as soon as uh you know, as soon as we lost our best rusher to an ACL injury, we sort of should have just switched right there to a four, three. Yeah. You know, get some of those guys in the game, say let's switch the concept to a four, three and, uh, and, and go with that because we just, we're getting run on too much and getting into too giving up too many manageable third downs and then having the defensive backs lay off so far that the wide receivers got to take three steps, turn around and there's the ball. I have the first second
0: second and four and the DBs are 9 yards deep. It's like yeah. uh, I I couldn't, you know what I mean? I could not miss that ball. If you're going to stand 9 yards from me, I'll, I'll fall forward and get the four, I promise you. I promise you I would. I know I'm some old guy in Canada, but I could I could definitely catch the ball, and fall forward for the first down. Yeah. That's all so you got to do. Things,
1: uh, yeah, I think, things, so I think things are lining up. You know, it's one of those, again, we got to say on on paper. It's lining up in our favor on paper. And we've got the horses to do it. And we just got to put it together. You know, lafleur has got to stick with the game plan. He's got to stick with the run. You know, we've got to protect Rodgers long enough so he has time to scan the field. He's, he's been missing some reads. You know, we've all seen it all year. It's, it's whether he's, he's not scanning good enough from left to right or he's focused left and somebody on the right's wide open. He's, he's missing more reads than he normally does. But I think, you know, a good running game, we give him a little pressure, settle down a little bit. He'll, he'll go back to making those reads, keep the defensive pressure up. I mean, there's been times during the year where we'll have a series. We'll go out there for a series and just light it up. Guys are defended passes. We may pick up a sack or two. Tackles for loss. And then we just completely go away from it. Like, okay, we'll figure that it's on the offense now. Let the offense bail us out.
0: Yeah, we, we got a couple of stops. What do you, what do you, what yeah. else do you expect us to do? I'd like to see the pressure turned up. I can guarantee you that. You got a prediction yeah. for uh, Monday night?
1: Oh, you know, I, I think I'm going uh, – I'm going 20 to 13. 20 to 13 Packers.
0: 20 to 13 Packers. Okay. In the snow. I uh, I think it's going to be a 24 10. I think uh, it's 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 gonna look like a blowout, but it'll be a lot closer, you know,
1: than the 2410. And and uh, I am predicting I I think we make in the game, I think we make one big special teams play, whether it be a big run. Think-
0: you think maybe Nixon finally busts one. He's gotten I, I close a couple may, of
1: times. Yeah, I think he may bust one, or uh, or maybe we get a, a you know a, a pump block or a block field goal. I, I think we make one big special teams play, and I, I think it looms big in the game. I think you know, so. There I think was, they're due.
0: <laughs> There was one game. I, it, it wasn't the last game. It was the game before where we had actually created the wall going from the right side to the left. And we were engaged in those blocks and Nixon panicked and ran between the two and three. And as soon as he got tackled, he, you could see him go, Oh no. And when you look back at the film, it is a perfect straight line for him to run. It was right there. They set it up. Yeah. And he, he stepped right. That's all it yeah. takes. Right. Yeah. One right. One,
1: one right misstep step and that's all it instead takes. Of a
0: left, you know, one, one catch instead of a, you know, whatever, right? Oh like that
1: whole uh, – Yeah, any today, that, uh, in that Minnesota game, it was called back on penalty. Right at the punt, there was a face mask call. So it was going to come back anyway. But, you know, they made – Rieger takes off running, and it's him and two blockers against the punter. And they, and they still got him. The punter basically just laid down in front of the blockers. They trip over him. It's one big pile, and Rigger falls down. <laughs> and he just gets up shaking his head like, really? Two yeah. against the punter, and they got me. <laughs> so.
0: Crazy. Crazy. I got a uh, – it's, it's almost Christmas time. I know it's uh, Christmas time around the world. Um. Uh, I, uh, I, I say Merry Christmas, I say Happy Hanukkah, I say whatever, you know what, when I say Merry Christmas, it means, uh, you know, I hope you and your family are doing well. I, uh, I know some people, they go, oh, well, uh, yeah, the Christians and Jesus, and it's like, listen, I, uh, let's not get into that. This is what I'm saying when I say yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas is, is uh, I hope that you guys are doing well, I hope your family's well, and you guys have a great break, and you, you know, you spend a little bit of time to uh, love each other and acknowledge each other, and uh, mostly, I say it to piss off the snowflakes. So I have a, uh, I have a game. Uh, it's Christmas time, right? Uh, my wife is Icelandic. Uh, you can always tell an Icelander. You just can't tell them anything. And uh, they have uh, different, you know, they have different uh, traditions and stuff like that. They have thirteen days of Christmas. Okay, so uh, oh, nice. thirteen. They they call them 13 Yule Lads. This is 13 nights before Christmas. Kids put shoes outside for the elves, like out their door or on the windowsill. The good kids get candy. The bad kids get rotting potatoes, okay? That's probably probably why they moved to Canada, because even the bad kids get get toys here. So uh, they have a handful of different names, and I thought these names – uh, sounded an awful lot like uh, oral sex nicknames. So the game is Icelandic elf name or oral sex nickname.
1: All right, da, I am ready.
0: Okay, so let me just make sure I've got this right. Okay, so, okay, so let's start. You're going to tell me if this is one of the 13 Yule lads from Iceland, or if this is a nickname for an oral sex act. First one, the Gully Doc.
1: Wow, that, that has got to be the Icelandic elf name.
0: Bing! Right off the huh? he <laughs> He is a mischievous elf that steals foam <laughs> from the cow's milk. <laughs> It's Iceland, folks. It's Iceland. It's Iceland. What do you What do you expect me to do here, Iceland? Yeah,
1: you, you know the first uh, first person that, that ever drank milk. You know that was just two rednecks heading out to the barn playing truth or dare.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not so worried about the first guy that tried it. I'm worried about the second guy. <laughs> From the back, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was like. You know what? I like what he was just doing. Okay. <laughs> Next, next, next game. Okay. Becky.
1: Wow. Well, uh okay. That's that's gotta be an oral sex act. Holy smokies. Two for two, Becky.
0: Yes, <laughs> getting so a little bit of Becky. Maybe in the car later when I'm driving, I can get some Becky. Okay. The sausage swiper.
1: You know, I I think you're trying to bait me into to sex act with that one. I think I'm gonna go elf. That seems too obvious to be the sex act. Three for three. What is going on? Did you
0: can you see my notes? This guy loves stolen sausages. Okay. I think actually I met his sister on Twitter. Okay. The sausage swiper. Okay. Bowl liquor. Bull liquor.
1: That's that's uh, oral sex act.
0: No, I'm sorry. Oh that's man, wow.
1: Wow, He steals man. bowls of food. That steals is just bowls a, of food. <laughs> yes. That is an unfortunate elf name, right there. I'm telling I guess you, it, it could be the window window liquor. I guess, but
0: it. Uh, oh, do you know some of these?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meat hook. Meat hook, Ah, uh, oral sex act.
0: No, I'm sorry, that is an elf. The meat hook, the meat hook, he takes your meat, which again, I met his sister. I met his sister. Okay,
1: throat. Okay, oral sex act.
0: Bing, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, if you don't know what throat is, okay. How
1: about about Bob on the Knob? Bob Bob on the Knob Oral Sex Act. Yes. Wow.
0: (laughs) You've got these down pat. I guess that's all that traveling you do. You know, usually
1: you pay double for that kind of action.
0: (laughs) Really double, eh?
1: (laughs) The Skier Gobbler. (laughs) Okay, why am I picturing a, uh, you know, a, a semi-secluded uh, chairlift somewhere? <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> In the mountains In with the mountains. a popsicle. <laughs> I've got to go oral sex act.
0: No, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The skier gobbler, he is, he eats Icelandic yogurt,
1: skier yogurt. See, that's why I thought. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) why I came up with the name so quickly. I was like, that sounds like,
1: okay, the window peeper. That's got to be an elf. Absolutely. That's a,
0: the window peeper elf is a, sorry, I've got a lot of notes here. Creeps outside windows and sometimes steals stuff. Mischievous right. uh, Icelandic elves are never nice to each other. Stubby.
1: Stubby. We call those the little
0: short beers in Canada. <laughs> stubbies. stubbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah one? I, Which one? Which one I gotta going go with, with an elf. I'm going elf. with elf. Absolutely. Is it an elf? It is a he is a short one that steals uh he steals food from Frying pans. How do you like that?
1: Mm. So he's uh, he's he's competing with the sausage dealer. Then
0: he's a meat stealer. Yes. Which brings me to the next one. Slurp the gherkin. Okay, oral sex act. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, was that was that one obvious?
1: Was that one obvious? Gobble. <laughs> ah. Uh, ooh. You know, I got to go oral sex act on that one, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That one's an oral sex act. We've got uh, one, two, three, three more here. Okay. Uh, The the door sniffer. The door door
1: sniffer. Which
0: door would you be
1: sniffing? (laughs) Uh, Let me see. I can't phone a friend on this one. So uh, I go elf. Absolutely, isn't it, Alf? He has
0: a uh, huge nose and insatiable appetite for stolen baked goods.
1: Okay, the
0: uh, uh that guy actually uh, works for Bruce at the bakery. <laughs> the, we call him the door sniffer.
1: <laughs> eat a peach, eat a peach. Uh, oral sex act,
0: absolutely, that's an oral sex act. And last. But certainly not least.
1: I I, I said that last one with just way too much confidence, I think. Way too fast. Way too fast.
0: (laughs) We're getting a little insight behind the curtain.
1: The candle beggar. Oh, elf. Sounds like an Icelandic elf.
0: 12 out of 15. Yes, absolutely. That's an Icelandic elf. Wow. uh, You know what? Steals candles. All these elves do, run around pockets full of missing stuff
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's probably I mean, where's the remote one for the remote yeah. is there not a is there not an honest elf anywhere i mean they are just all stealing stuff in iceland i, I think not i think because it's so cold
0: <laughs> right on brett it was an absolute pleasure thanks for filling in at the last minute buddy i no problem it. no
1: problem Again, happy to do it
0: Again, uh, Bruce goofed up last time, I goofed up this time, and then the goof of the goof. Life happens. Life happens. Bruce will be uh, here for the very next episode. In fact, uh, Bruce and I were talking and we were thinking, hey, this would be okay. When something comes up, maybe we can give uh, Brent a call and say, hey, Brent jump on tell us what you think we enjoy your opinion we enjoy you uh laughing with you and uh, poking fun of uh, vikings and bear fans of course and and, and we kind of keep it real i mean we are diehard yep. packer fans there's isn't anything i wouldn't do for my team but i can admit when my team is terrible
1: yep yep that's uh you know a packers fan my whole life you know bleed green and gold but but i'm i i'm a football fan and a realist and you know i like watching the games and and uh, give an honest analysis, you know, all over. I don't, I don't mind leaning on our team when they're, they're not doing well. And, you know, it's not always puppies and rainbows. And try to be honest with the analysis of what I think we should do. I mean, I'm obviously not a, a pro. And I've never coached. I've coached a lot of sports in my life, but never coached football. Never really played the game too much uh, organized. I, uh, messing around, 13 years old playing backyard football. I blew my knee out, tore all three media collateral ligaments. And that was pretty the rest of my, my uh, sports life. So, but love the game. uh, Love doing the analysis. uh, Love your Bruce's take on everything because it's uh, it is real. You know, it's not just, Oh, the stats show this, the stats show that. Uh, I think it was Carla today who, who posted, she's listens and follows so many of the other podcasts that are just regurgitating the same thing and it's almost like they all go watch espn hear what those guys have to say and then come back and run their podcast you know you guys are so original and what you do on the podcast and the analysis you give and then the passion behind it and so that's why i love it i'm i'm honored to step in uh with bruce not being here today and thanks for your call
0: I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for the uh love. Uh we do it because we love the game and uh frankly we we've got nothing better to do.
1: So <laughs> except except run around with the manscape clippers. So
0: that's it. Uh uh if you got any questions for us, don't forget you can find us on uh uh Twitter. See, I'm so used to having Bruce standing there going <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, uh uh you can find us on twitter at borders packers uh send us your questions uh either dm us or uh, find one of those manscaped ads that uh, we put up there that's this mailbag send them to us uh if we uh answer your question on the show hey you can be uh lucky like oliver Closeoff off and uh you can win yourself a lawnmower 4.0 uh just like he did uh, we'll have uh, plenty of other stuff to give away. Uh, send us your questions also at packerswithoutborders at outlook.com. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders, Instagram, Packers Without Borders, Shopify. The shirts are closed for right now. They are closed. Bruce has got a whole line of other stuff that he's going to get lined up and set up and, and more shirts to sell, that sort of thing. And uh, Patreon. You can find us on Patreon as well. Uh, Go and uh, click Patreon and, uh, uh, you know, uh, leave us a review on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes. I think I said everything. I'm so all over the map because (laughs) Bruce is, I say this, Bruce says that. I say that, Bruce says that. Right? It's almost like we're professional, but we've never, there's no show doc. We don't sit down for hours and go, this is what we're going to talk about. We've hit record and we go. You've been on and we just hit record and we go and That's what we like to listen to. I think that's what other people like to listen to. We appreciate, we love you guys and uh, peace. Go Pack Go.